Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All aboard! All aboard! The Colts Clipper next stop! Title Town AFC Championship! The Colts Clipper! That's what we're riding today. And I'm the trainman. So let's talk about what the Colts need to do. And, and part of the process got much easier today for the Colts as they endeavor to win the 2024 AFC South Championship. I know we're just two days away from, removed from the Colts blowing their opportunity to win the AFC South crown in 2023. But we're getting a head start on 2024, baby, and we'll talk all about that. We'll talk about the Pacers and Tyrese Halliburton. We'll talk about Jim Irsay and his illness. We will talk about the Hoosiers tonight at... The Rack, Rutgers, what kind of a challenge do they pose? Can Indiana play with some energy tonight? Same energy that they have at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Can they bring it to the Rack? Let's go. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now on the board. Brought to you by the great people at MyBookie. Hey, you know what? All the way through the Super Bowl, MyBookie is going to be on it. You're going to be able to enjoy yourself and I'll tell you what, you use promo code KENT, and you get a very, very special deal from the great people at MyBookie. You're going to see. It's going to be wonderful. We'll talk about it. We'll reveal it tomorrow morning, but you can get a jump on it if you go to MyBookie, and, and we'll show exactly what that is in the show description immediately after this live video comes to an end. Great news for the Colts today. And, and you know what? Some of the comments... Have hit on it. We'll talk about it. Make sure you subscribe to this channel. Make sure you like the video because that's a nice thing to do. It's a polite thing to do. Hit the thumbs up. Let's go. If you want to make a donation, you make a donation. I had the tide for the biggest donation in the history of the channel this morning. Uh, the Outer Creek says, Fire Ghost Bradley. Dan Dockich, back to radio. All aboard the Dan Dockich train back to radio. All right. Um, here is the great news for the Indianapolis Colts today, and you read it in the title of this video. Mike Vrabel fired by the Tennessee Titans. When a, or a division foe like the Tennessee Titans fires the best coach not already working in Indianapolis in the division, you celebrate. You, you get on a train, you go to the bar car, and you party down until you reach your destination, which is title top AFC South. 
Champions 2024. Mike Vrabel is a hell of a good coach. He's going to be unemployed exactly as long as he wants to. He is a great fit for the Bears. He is a great fit for the Patriots. He gets teams to play tough. That team, once they traded A.J. Brown, they became undermanned in the AFC South. That trade was a mistake. I don't know whether it was Mike Vrabel's mistake or not. I don't think so. He wasn't the general manager, so I don't blame him for the, for the roster and for malfeasance with the roster. Without A.J. Brown, that became a different team. You had Derrick Henry. Yeah, you had Ryan Tannehill. You drafted Will Levis. He inspires people to play tough guy football, and he holds people accountable to tough guy football. That's the expectation for the Titans, and it just pulled out the station. It's no longer in Nashville, Tennessee. Mike Rabel fired. What are you doing? Why don't owners stay the hell out of the business of hiring coaches? For the love of Pete, just because you've got billions of dollars doesn't mean you can identify leadership that is going to be successful in the NFL or remain successful in the NFL. It is not Mike Vrabel's fault that the Titans last two years have been kind of backmarkers in the AFC South. He is a hell of a good football coach, and we are celebrating his demise as the head coach because we know Mike Vrabel is going to be hired by somebody like that. He's 47 years old, a winning record overall with the Tennessee Titans, but we are happier than hell to have him out of this division. You got Doug Peterson, you got Tomiko Ryans, you got Shane Steichen. That's good enough already. Let the Titans self-immolate. That means set themselves on fire. All right? Hire some nut. Hire, if the Bears fire Eberflus, hire his ass down in Tennessee. They can sing Kumbaya and learn all about each other, all their hopes and dreams. We can all get together, hold hands, and tell each other our, our greatest secrets. And by doing that, we become a, a team that is bound together, and we're going to link arms together, and we're going to finish tackles, and by God, we're going to finish in last place in the, in the NFC North. Good for you. Uh, also, the Jaguars fired Mike Caldwell as a defensive coordinator. He's pretty damn smart as a defensive coordinator when the Jaguars were eight and three. Then the wheels came off the cart and Mike Caldwell gets fired. Great. Love it. Doug Peterson, you know, the sooner you can start blaming others and, and throwing other people on the tracks to be run over by the train, the better. Uh, Sean says, fire Gus Bradley. He needs to go. He is the villain in the, the 2023 season. That's, he's been cast in that way. Is it a legit casting? Well, look, after uh, week two, right, September 17th, we remember that game in Houston. Colts won this game, by the way, 31-20. Uh, Gus Bradley and the Indianapolis Colts defense allowed Nico Collins to go off. Seven catches on nine targets, like 146 yards, something like that, and a touchdown. Then... Everybody gets hurt. All the receivers for the, the Texans get hurt, except Nico Collins. And so you say to yourself, hmm, we've got Devin Singletary as a running back. He ain't got to hurt us. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, we got Big Grover and we got DeForest there to stop the run. They'll stop the run. It'll be fine. Zaire and EJ behind them. They're going to get that done. Uh, We got Schultz as a tight end. We're going to have to account for him. But other than that, there isn't anybody on that offense that can beat us except for Danico or Nico Collins. And what does Nico Collins do? First play from scrimmage. Gets beyond everybody on the field. 75-yard touchdown. And beside that, eight more catches for 120 more yards. How is that even possible? One of two things is true. Either the secondary for the Colts is unable to accept instruction from Gus Bradley and Ron Miles as to what they need to do to stop Nico Collins, or they weren't told how to do it. Either way, somebody's got to pay the price, and you can't fire the whole secondary. I spent all day yesterday, after listening to Shane Steichen talk about how you know you needed, um, you needed continuity on the coaching staff. He's a big fan of continuity. A lot of respect for Gus Bradley. And, and so I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, hey, you know, you know what? Shane Steichen's a smart guy, and I like Shane Steichen's, and then I watched the game again. And I looked like that throughout the entire damn thing. Like, stop Nico Collins. Stop Nico Collins. Stop Nico Collins. I kept yelling at the TV again and again and again and again. And the Colts didn't do it. So again, one of two things is true. Either Gus Bradley had it schemed up correctly but could not get the players to execute the scheme correctly, or there was no scheme to stop Nico Collins in the first place. One of those two things is true, and all roads lead back to Gus Bradley being responsible for Nico Collins beating the Colt all by his self. Goodness. I'm going to get to Michael Pittman, Nathan. That is a good question. We're all saying a prayer for Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay, 64 years old, a severe respiratory uh, problem and uh, illness. And, and so, I mean, that, isn't that like the, that's the nightmare for all of it. Not being able to breathe, feel like you're drowning, but you know you're not. Horrible. And, and hopefully Jim comes through it. And comes through it like a champ. And uh, what? Do, how does that affect the Colts? It doesn't affect the Colts to the point where the Colts state uh, statement said that um, what do he say? Um, he'll be returning, or he, he looks forward to returning to the stage with the Jim Irsay band, not returning to the office to own the Colts. He's talking about the stage. He wants to play with that band. All right. Let Chris Ballard run the football show and let Shane Steichen coach. I love it. Just own the damn thing. Here's some questions and some answers quickly. All right. Rhetorical questions, but questions that have been prompted by comments. And if you want to make a comment, make a comment. I try to answer a bunch of them. I can't answer them all. 
I wish that I could. But I do it here, all right? Is it unfair to categorize Gardner Minshew as a backup quarterback? It is not. That is what he is. He's a good backup quarterback, but he's a backup quarterback. He is not a starting level quarterback. He cannot make the plays that a starting quarterback needs to make in order to lift your team into championship contention. If he was capable of doing it, he would have done it. Uh, does that make him a bad person? It does not. We don't hate Gardner Minshew. I like Gardner Minshew. I really like Gardner Minshew. I think he is an absolutely cool dude who inspired a level of play from the offensive line, from Jonathan Taylor, from the wide receivers, from the tight ends, that was absolutely terrific. I thought he was great in doing that. Uh, what's the overall problem with the Colts? The roster is not talented enough to win a championship. All pros, zero of them. According to Pro Football Focus, one pro bowler, that's your left guard, Quentin Nelson, nine and eight is what they were. Minus 19 in point differential generally means you're going to lose more than you win. So don't give me this, oh, they played in bad luck. They should have beaten the Rams. No, it is what it is. Nine and eight is what it is. Eight and nine is what it should have been. Wasn't, because Shane Steichen's a pretty smart guy. Uh, here's what they need. First thing you need to do, as a train pulls out of the station, on board the Michael Pittman Express, you've got to re-sign Michael Pittman. You have to extend Michael Pittman Jr. Have to. Tell you what, four years, 88 million, or 80 million, 80 to 88 million, with 60 of it guaranteed. Bing! Done, Michael Pittman Jr. You want to go into next season without Michael Pittman Jr., but with Alec Pierce and Josh Downs and God knows who, who else, Ashton Doolin, is he going to be back? He's still in the locker room. That's a good thing, good sign. DJ Montgomery, who do you want to be? Who's going to be number one? You can't, in your right mind, project Alec Pierce into that position. Based on what he's done, you can't do it. Michael Pittman likes it here. Got like a horse farm for he and his wife and his kids. They like it here. Keep him here. If you got to franchise him, franchise him and negotiate a long-term deal. Easy beasy. I have nothing but admiration for Michael Pittman Jr. and the way he's conducted himself throughout this season. A huge season for him. And now a huge offseason. He has been... Minus uh, a couple of times where he was a little bit salty. You know what? He'd been nothing but classy. And in fact, he's always been classy. He just spoke his mind a couple of times. Always been classy. Will always be classy. An absolutely fitting winner of the Colts media honor, whatever it is. It's like a, a plaque that they give. Zaire Franklin got it last year, the first year. This year, Michael Pittman for the guy who helps the media do their job at the highest level. Michael Pittman is tremendous in that role, and he's tremendous on the field. You must re-sign him. That's a must. If you don't, shame that man. If you were looking for a damning moment in the tenure of Chris Ballard, Michael Pittman signing a deal to play elsewhere, bing, that would be it. And then you've got to re-sign Sanchez, Kenny Moore, I think he got re-signed, Grover Stewart, Taekwon Lewis. Those are important free agents. 
Maybe you can add a free agent, maybe a cornerback. you got to find somebody to play cornerback who knows what the hell he's doing. With a 15th overall pick, I really think that Chris Ballard trades back, gets a good cornerback instead of a potentially great cornerback. This is what Chris Ballard does. He believes that the aggregate is going to outweigh the sum of the parts. He thinks a whole lot of good is going to win you a championship rather than great at the top of the roster and a bunch of guys. So, uh, Trenton, thank you very much. That was very nice of you. Thank you for the donation, uh, making sure I got to all the others. Uh, smash the like button. Hoosier Hospitality, the Outer Creek. Woo! Woo! The polite train is rolling down the track. This is actually a gift for my mother-in-law. How about that? How's that for a cool mother-in-law? Giving me a train man hat. Awesome. Uh, Pacer's going to be without Tyrese Halliburton for at least two weeks. A grade one strain of his hamstring suffered last night in the win against the Celtics. So they've got Washington. The Wizards come into town tomorrow night. You're going to beat them. They're terrible. They're hot garbage. Then you travel to Atlanta. Probably going to beat them. They're not very good either. Then you have a tough rose, uh, West Coast trip. Denver. Ugh, Denver's going to be tough. Then you've got Utah. You can beat Utah. Sacramento's going to be tough. We get to see Domas Sabonis, though. Portland, you ought to be able to beat. Phoenix is going to be tough. And then you come home to play Denver. Hopefully, by that point, Tyrese Halliburton back on the court. Thank God this wasn't like a tear of the hamstring that needs to be surgically replaced. That would have been a disaster. IU at the rack tonight. They are going to kick Rutgers' ass. Woo-hoo! The Hoosier uh, Express rolling into Piscataway. Next stop, Rutgers. The Scarlet Knights are going to come out with less energy than the Hoosiers. And as we know, basketball is a comparative sport. You have this team, you have that team. How does the energy compare? Rutgers, they have lost five of their last eight. They've lost their last two. They are winless in the Big Ten. Hoosiers come in trying to get to four and one in the Big Ten, and I think they're going to do it. Malik Renew needs to assert himself as the leader of this team. Just because Xavier Johnson is the oldest, that doesn't mean that he is the most capable leader on this team. Uh, they had a great start at Nebraska, right? They went up 9-4, and then they pissed it away and lost by 16. They turned the ball over 19 times. Can't do that tonight and win. There you go. As we roll into the station, woo-hoo! Best wishes to Jim Irsay, Chris Ballard, get Michael Pittman signed. If you're going to franchise him, franchise him, but do it with an eye towards signing a long-term extension. If Michael Pittman, we keep hearing about Colts for the horseshoe. Well, he's a horseshoe guy. There is no horseshoe guy more horseshoe than Michael Pittman Jr. Try to find that in another wide receiver anywhere. Great wide receiver room for the Colts. Rest of the league, Knucklehead Central. Colts, not so much. We'll talk tomorrow. Whoa! We'll talk after the IU game, after they completely disembowel the Scarlet Knights of Rutgers. We'll talk, and then we'll talk tomorrow morning. That's what we'll do. Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 640. That's what we do. Thanks for all the donations. Make a comment. I'll try to get to it. Let's go. 214 of you watching. That's a good number. This train... Filled to capacity. Woo-woo!